With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today is March 23rd, 2021. It is a Tuesday in our world. It's super early in the morning, and I woke up at 2.57 today. I just remember looking at that going, well, should I go back to sleep, or should I stay up? But I stayed up, and I showered, and it was just like one of those mornings. You know, you're you're all over it. And today is a celebration in a weird way, and it's my birthday, so I'm like... 59. I thought I was going to be 60, but it turns out I have to wait another year. But um, the bigger part of it was I never used to really celebrate my birthdays. They would like come and they would go. And when Facebook would, you know, everybody, you, you have your birthday and it shows up and then You get all of this stuff, and I want to answer it all. So I took my birthday off of my page so it wouldn't come up because I couldn't. It would be like 400 thank yous. I know now people do a collective one, but my brain wants to. It's like wants to do each person because I want to touch base, right? And, um, And, you know, just pretty quiet about it. But then you have kids. You have kids. And they want to celebrate. And my daughter's birthday is the 27th of February. So we start like the beginning of February talking about her birthday. Then we celebrate both of our birthdays until mine. So we do all this stuff. Oh, let's eat here for our birthdays. Let's go do that for our birthdays. Let's do this for our birthdays. And she put me in this mode of just finding I want to say any reason, just to celebrate. And I thought there's something to that because she made each year, like normally that's the year, you know, serious me wants to set all my goals for the next year. It's like my new year, right? And I I build up to it and I'm like, okay, what do I want to do for next year? And and how do I want to do it? And, And where do I want to see myself at the next year? How do I want to represent this year? You know, what do I want it to be like in my life? So that I have a sense of direction. But nope, not with your kids. I mean, this girl, she called me, I was born at 4.57 in the morning. 
She called me at 4.57. And the funnier part was she thought it was 4.47 and called me at 4.47. And I said to her, no, uh, thanks for calling me. I wasn't born yet. I'll be born in 10 minutes. And she hung up on me and said, I'll call you back in 10 minutes. And in just that, that attention to that detail, and she's just happy all the time. I mean, even when she's having a bad day, she doesn't bring it with her. And she just finds a way to find what makes each day fun. So I thought, well, what is there to that? So I look up celebrations. And there is a lot to it, a lot to celebrations. They create a milestone in our lives that give us something to shoot for, but not just for that one thing. Because then you start celebrating the completion of projects instead of looking at those projects. Like, okay, now that that's done, that's not enough. Now I'll do this. But to be in that moment, to just enjoy that feeling, that feeling that something's working, Feeling joy, just feeling joy can change the way you look at your family forever because you will realize that your family isn't just work or telling everyone what to do or hoping everyone does something the way they should, but that you guys can enjoy each other. That's why families that take vacations together or do celebrate important events with each other. Do pay attention to each other other than telling you what you're not doing, what's wrong, what's this, what's that, it goes on and on and on. But those special occasions, those are major, major fuel. They define and they build memories. And they also let you know, and this is such basic stuff that we already know, but we don't really do. I have met so many people who say, well, it's no big deal. It's my birthday. I'm like, well, if it's not a big deal for you, then I don't have to do anything. Because you would feel like if you did it, you would upset them. Somehow. Or I don't need any presents. Or In the presents part, people will get you what they love, what they see you as. And I have to tell you how telling that is. Because then you know what's important to the people that you love. And the things that they do and how they do it. So through each other, we start feeling like how they feel, how they see us, how we see them. There's things I never would have thought of that I ended up loving because of the love that it was given to me with. And it's super important that we celebrate these things with our families because the traditions that we make 
They will replace the, hey, you did this that year and you did that. We'd be like, wow, do you remember that great dinner we had? Do you remember your friends came? They become stories. And then whatever happens, whatever jokes were told, whatever somebody wore that was funny, whatever someone said that was funny, those are like medicine for our souls. Because people always lead with their mental traumas. This happened to me and that happened to me. But how many people have we met that say, hey, I've got a great life. They're like, well, you don't have any problems? Oh, yeah, we, of course everyone does. But I got it. Just saying I got it gets it. But even that sense of achievement that, hey, I made it to D5, 59, 65, 35. Think when you turn 30, how you're like, oh, my God, I'm not a kid anymore. That's a big one. Because going from your 20s where people are still, you know, finding themselves and doing this and doing that, and then you're 30 and you're like, well, you know, 30, now I'm like, this is me. Holy cow. I've been through the whole, I want to say, structure of life, that structure that says, oh, you know, you got to go to school here, you got to do this, you got to get your job, you got to, well, your job is up to you, so now you're beginning to define yourself, and by 30, you're making a decision. Is this how I want to stay or is this how I'd like to go? And with every celebration, celebrating that 30 keeps reminding you that, oh, I'm hitting another stage. It happens when you're 40. The decade birthdays, right? It happens when you're 50. I thought I was getting there and I don't know how I lost that year but or gained that year, I guess. But I'm so loving the definitions. But being with our families, that's the win. That's the gift. Because we even start to say with each other, do you remember when we did this? And oh, we were younger and that was what we thought was fun. And now look at what we're doing for fun. And you build that foundation of love, of caring, of noticing that you guys have been through a lot together. That even though all of you have your different goals and you're busy all the time, that it all comes back to that love. And it feels like that here. How many birthdays have we all been through with each other in Christmases and New Year's? in illnesses, and people passing. But that has kept us together. That has given us a feeling of growth and success and celebration. That has made us more positive with each other, and it's made us more positive in our lives separately. It's been 
the way of the way we have become. And a lot of it is we celebrate. We can cry. We can disagree. We can give each other space. We can get closer. It's like a rubber band. It just It's always there and it just stretches and comes back and stretches and comes back. Because we were able, we are able to accept happiness. That's why those, there's people, well, we don't celebrate holidays. Well, we don't celebrate birthdays. Well, we don't celebrate. I'm like, where did that rule come from and why? Why take away the balance? I remember one of my friends got a um, birthday present in the mail and it came early. And her husband looked at it and says, well, you can't open that until your birthday. And I was completely like, wait a minute, it's her birthday. And you're telling her she can't open her gift as though she's a child. And she wanted to prove that she didn't need to open it. Now get how far this went. That she didn't need to open it. And want that gift, even though she doesn't know what it is yet, until her actual birthday. And she listened. She listened because she didn't want to act happy. Think about that. Her husband has since passed. This was years ago. And I spoke to her. I didn't speak to her for a few years. We kind of lost touch. We moved and our kids and, you know, all this stuff was going on for a while. And then we reconnected after her husband passed away. And she said to me, without even referring to anything, oh, I don't think like that anymore. And I didn't, you know, all the, the I want to say they just had some weird little corpse. They never blow dried their hair. They didn't use a microwave. I couldn't park in their driveway because my car wasn't American. And, you know, there was a whole list of rules. It wasn't just a birthday thing. But the whole list of rules was what we don't do because they don't do it. So we can't do it around them because we would be looked down on. So you could imagine that that carried through the family, that lack of celebration, that lack of acknowledgement of fun things. And now she's on her own, and she made a point of telling me, well, I don't think like that anymore. And I really knew that she never thought like that. But she was conforming like we were conforming. When I got divorced, the first thing she said to me is, don't let my kids know that you're divorced. She was ashamed for me. And weirdly, because I knew who they were, I understood that. Culturally, I understood it. But later on, as life went on, I thought, 
hey, the good, the bad, and the ugly, I accept myself. But if you can't accept me and I can't be myself in your home or around your family, you're looking at me as a risk, going to be hard. It's going to be hard for me to play along because I'm actually happy and I feel good about my life and I feel good about my kids. But let's say I was weaker and I accepted all of that that now I was somebody to be embarrassed about, that I was embarrassing, that my kids now know something she doesn't want her kids to know, like it was a tainting event. And now she celebrates. It's like she put it on pause and she put it on mute. And because of that, now we talk. Because she can accept me for the decisions or happenings in my life, we were so happy to talk to each other and feel that freedom. And her husband was not a bad man. He was actually very cool, and I loved him very much. But he had that, that shame or that embarrassment or that you're so silly for celebrating anything that had to do with yourself. That's so telling, right? But then I found out that when couples do things, it may not be both of them who are running the show, but the stronger one is telling the other one how to play out life. She used to be tired all the time. Now I know why. Because trying to keep up with a laundry list of rules without having any peaks, times to celebrate, having to defend when you want to do something you enjoy. Well, I had to do it, right? That's very cultural, by the way, in the in the Arabic world. You know, when you do something for yourself, it's like you're selfish. When you care about yourself, They look at that as not caring about others when the opposite is true, which explains why there's a lot of underlining issues when it comes to families and connections. And I knew that a lot of us had to go out of our families to celebrate life because our families weren't comfortable with celebration. They just weren't comfortable with it. What do you need to do that for? That's silly. Who created that? Who invented that? (laughs) And you're like eight years old and you want a birthday cake, for God's sake. Why do we have to do all this stuff? Everybody's born. Yeah, I get it. But those celebrations, I still remember, even though we had to ask for them. We had to ask for them because it wasn't in our cultural world. And we got to see in a a whole other country that my parents weren't born in that they do have these celebrations and that people generally are allowed, being the operative word, to be happy. 
together. God forbid. Everything was serious. If you got good grades, that was serious. If you became a doctor, that was serious. But you're always serious. So that balancing is everything. And anyone who thinks they don't need that balance, it's one of those things until you can feel how that carries a day, a moment, even a lifetime. There's there's people when I used to go to the gym and just hugging them. In the beginning, it was one person. Then it was a few people. And then there was once Jack, this one man that I, I just loved him and his wife, and I used to bake them cookies all the time and invite them over for chili and cornbread. And, you know, they they loved that stuff. So we did this stuff all the time because they allowed me to share myself with them. But one day he counted how many people I hugged that day. And I never realized how many it would be. I never even thought of it until, you know, of course Jack did. And he said, do you realize you hugged 57 people today? I'm like, are there even 57 people here? There were. There were way more than 57. It got to the point where at times there were people waiting for me to stop talking to someone to do that. And then it got to the point where I would go to the gym and not even work out and leave because I would have to go to the next thing I was going to do that day. So if we think we're not hungry for celebration... If we think celebrations aren't important, all I think of is that waiting line at the gym for a hug. For a hug. Some of my best friends are still my friends from that gym till this day. And there's people, younger people, that were there that, you know, most of the people I was hugging were older people. And they, no one touches them. No one comes near them for the most part. Because they think, oh, they're older, they don't care. Or, you know, what am I going to talk about? Or whatever it is. And then the younger people, after now the gym is closed and after I moved from the area, they found me on Facebook. And they would write me. Some of them I never talked to while I was there. Now we communicate. I didn't even know that they were affected. I didn't know what the gym was like when I wasn't there. I had to start going back later in the day to actually work out because I couldn't work out in the regular time slot. I went in because of that. But I never wanted it to go away. It got to the point where they were asking me if they could hug me if I was just walking by. I was like touched to a point that I couldn't I couldn't say no. I, I never wanted to say no. 
And it started becoming to where when I went to the gym, I didn't expect to work out. And if I got a little bit of a workout in, that was great. And then one of my friends, and it's funny because he's a a local celebrity, but um, we started working out together and it gave me a little bit of space to actually work out while I was there, as well as do that and kind of marry the two so I didn't have to come back later. And he only noticed because he went through those things himself and he knew how to do that, to celebrate and get what you needed to get done. And now we're lifelong friends. It's such an interesting world how Positive begets positive. Celebrations create more celebrations. It's a frame of our mind. It's like a way we think. And and at times it carries us until that. You know, a lot of elderly, there's a high rate of elderly people who die, who go back home after the holidays. They stay for that last celebration Think about how beautiful that is, that everyone celebrates that last Christmas, that last New Year's. We have a lot of bandwidth that we don't use because the things that we don't fill it with are the the building blocks of dealing with every single other thing in our life. If you know at the end of the week you're going to celebrate the end of the work week, I know it sounds funny, but you're going to have a good dinner on Friday night, you're going to see a movie with your family or your partner, you're going to read a great book, you're going to work on something you love, it makes the rest of the week have a certain perspective, part of it, but you're not going to get lost because of it, you're not going to get lost in it, and you really can see past your issues and your challenges. It's just so cool because we can decide how we are going to live our lives and why we're going to live them that way. That's our decision. And my daughter really, really taught me. I mean, she way over-celebrates. Like, it's amazing the things that she thinks of. She lets you know that, hey, she's been watching, listening, caring all this time. All this time. Getting things she knows you're going to love, and then she doesn't give it to you all at one time. She gives you one thing one day, and then the next time she sees you, she gives you something, and then the next time. It's all these little markers, like a framed picture of the two of us. I know pre-COVID, it would be a massage or a mani or a pedi or whatever. But she would plan these things and make sure that you knew, she knew, that you were important to her. It's really kind of cool, right? We affect each other, and when we celebrate together, We bond, and when we bond, 
We don't walk away from each other. We help each other. We care about each other. We give to each other. We laugh with each other. And we can cry with each other. And we can be there for each other. Even right now, today, the health crisis in my home is not is not well. And last night, had today not been about celebrations, I probably would have had to cancel today's show. But instead, I, I realigned my perspective and said to myself, it's still okay to celebrate. I cannot control everything. But as we grow, as we learn, then we can face the hard things that are hard to face as well. We can do it. The love will only grow stronger. And that's what I'm carrying. That's, that's my story for today. I'm going to face it. I have to because I can balance. You guys, I love you so very much. Thank you for the birthday wishes. I can't wait to see you tomorrow for Relationship Wednesday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.